The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Dublin City Council look like they're going to roll back on some pedestrianisation plans for civic spaces and they're going to allow taxis into those areas, maybe at certain times, maybe at night, maybe all the time, we don't know. But part of the reason they're going to do it is because taxis provide so-called passive surveillance. Hazel Chu is with me, Dublin City Councillor for the Green Party, former Lord Mayor as well. Um, Hazel, does this make any sense to you? No. It makes very little sense. So we've had uh, very serious incidents in the city of late. We need the city to be safe. We need it to be protected. We don't need passive surveillance, Kieran. We need active surveillance. Everyone has been talking about how we need guardy on the uh, extra guardy on the street. We need guardy on the beat. We need that guard presence in the city. Having a public realm space, a pedestrianised public realm space, which is in the form of a plaza or an area that people can uh, congregate can have events, can have different things on. That also provides safety as well because it provides vibrancy to a city. So to have to argue, oh no, we need passive surveillance via taxis instead of active surveillance and actually something working, it's just ludicrous. Yeah, but passive surveillance in urban areas and urban design, it is a thing, isn't it? It is a thing, but in this particular case it's not what's needed. So it's not what's essential in our public uh, city centre space. What we need right now in public city city centre is a better public realm space, a better space for people to actually uh, come together and enjoy events, have Christmas markets, have that kind of flow that you would have in other areas that we don't seem to have in in the city centre at the moment. And to Anthony and other taxi drivers, I'd like to say a big thank you for all the uh, work they do, but they shouldn't be the ones uh, serving as protection either. They're not the ones who should be uh, should be looking out mm. and, and and acting as security. That is the job of the Gardaí. Uh, Keith Gavin is with us as well, Chair of the Irish Parking Association. Keith, can you see an argument in favour of allowing taxis into pedestrian areas? I'm not sure if we can keep calling them pedestrian areas <laughs> if taxis are driving into them, but you, you get the point. I do indeed. Good evening, Kieran. Good evening, Hazel. Uh, yes, indeed, I can see a point. I can see a, a, a major rationale for it. The reduction in activity, the reduction in volume of traffic, etc., in, in areas of the city being brought about by traffic restrictions is leading to um, parts of the city becoming, you know, denuded of people, which, you know, we've seen a trend, unfortunately, since COVID, where a, a reduction in activity, a reduction in, in traffic volumes, etc., has led to uh, uh, an unfortunate rise in antisocial behaviour. Now, I know Hazel is going to uh, reply and say that if we had nice public realm, if we had lovely pedestrianised areas and plazas, etc., that, you know, that, that vibrancy itself would lead to increased safety. But unfortunately, that doesn't prove to be the case. When we have that kind of space... It really is um, encouraging increased lawlessness and encouraging increased antisocial behaviour. Like on Grafton Street? Not, or, or not on Grafton Street, Street being, the, being the major um, uh, uh, pedestrian thoroughfare, uh, retail thoroughfare in the city. But, I mean, uh, do I have to just even mention Temple Bar and the uh, level of antisocial activity that goes on there? I mean, le- let's be honest, as we've pedestrianised different areas, we're we're seeing more and more of this type of thing. And it's all very well to have these beautiful pedestrian facilities and civic plazas if people are able to access them and people are able to access the city centre. Mm. But unfortunately, we don't have the facilities 
or the public transport infrastructure to enable that to happen in Dublin. So beyond Temple Bar, what are the other examples of where we've taken cars out and it's led to this increase in antisocial behaviour? Well, I mean, uh, we only have to look at the recent experience in Capel Street and talk to the retailers, talk to a, a lot of the retailers in Capel Street and see what their experience and their um, uh, satisfaction with that um, measure is. Uh, and, you know, it's, it, it, it just makes common sense. The less people you have around, yeah. um, the less safe the place is going to be. But I, I get, and I'm going to come back to Hazel on that, but is there, do, 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 does a lack of access to cars necessarily mean fewer people? Again, I mean, it didn't didn't lead to fewer people in Grafton Street. No, not on Grafton Street, Karen. And we can all point to Grafton Street as the major retail pedestrianised street in the city. No, but you can't and dismiss I, Grafton Street. Say, ah, sure, I'm anyone can point to that. Uh, no, you're you're just pointing Grafton to another Street. example where it didn't work. I mean, Grafton Street is a perfectly I, legitimate I, argument in favour of pedestrianisation. And that's fine. And I'm not arguing about Grafton Street. But what I will tell you is that Grafton Street has suffered an, a significant decrease in footfall in line with the traffic restrictions that have been introduced in Dublin city centre over the last 10 years. We've reduced the number of cars by 33% in the last 10 years in coming into Dublin city centre. The footfall has had a corresponding decrease. It's not a coincidence. It's a fact. Hazel. I think Keith forgets the fact that there has been an increase on online shopping and that is one of the major threats when it comes to commer- uh, to uh, local shops and commercial activity in the, ci- the city centre. Especially during COVID, people have picked up habits where they shop online and therefore they don't want to turn back around and, uh, and do it any other way. This is why making the city centre an attractive place for people to come and visit is essential. Keith pointed out certain places like Cable Street. Cable Street had a riot there. People had uh, their front window broken into, their shops looted during one of the worst days, one one of the worst evenings the city has ever seen. But that Cable Street community came together and re- and you can see that there are people mm. out on Cable Street, there are people enjoying the nightlife on Cable Street and there is that vibrancy and safer uh, feeling on Cable Street. The places that he talks about were of alleged pedestrianisation, but that it's not unsafe. He hasn't named one. The Grafton Street, Henry Street, hey, Cable Bar. Street. He they, said he, he well, Temple Bar. Bar. Let's talk about Temple Bar, right? One second. Well, let's talk about Temple Bar. Temple Bar all have people who consume a certain amount of, of um, alcohol and it come out all at the same time. This comes back to where is the <clears> nighttime economy that staggers the open, uh, opening hours, that allows nightlife to mm. be throughout the evening and not just concentrate on alcohol, concentrate on other um, areas of, of um, entertainment. And therefore, you won't have a Temple Bar scenario. Temple Bar is something that we all should look at and look at to reform. And that's why we need to reform is, the city. Is, is there a fear that you hollow out the city, though, by making it inaccessible for cars, that 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 well, uh, th- through sheer convenience, people like the idea of it, but then w- through sheer convenience, they'll just go to Blanche or Liffey Valley. But okay, let's look at Blanche. Let's look at Liffey Valley here, on, and let's look at the drum. You walk around there, I walk around there, and I I let my kid run around there. How? Why? Because there are no cars in those areas. So if you were bringing kids or families or anyone, older people into the city, when you hit 
college green, you suddenly feel paralyzed by the traffic. You suddenly realize, oh, hang on, I'll either go back up to Grafton Street or if I cross quick enough, I can head down to Henry Street. Two areas where I can walk and shop and and go into entertainment without having this paralyzed feeling of a car whizzing by, uh, by us, which is what people feel like in the major shopping centers. Well, I started with Hazel, so I'll I finish with Keith. Keith? If I may, if I may. Um, okay, two points there where Hazel has completely contradicted herself, where she is saying that the, the decline in city centre retail is due to uh, trends like online. Yet we see the out-of-town centres all expanding. So that makes it complete nonsense of that argument. The reason people are going to out-of-town centres is because they're far more attractive than Dublin city centre. They're far more accessible. And as regards her idea that it's, you know, a pedestrian utopia, how are people getting to those out-of-town centres? Almost exclusively by car, because they're easily accessed. Dublin City is not. Can I go back in? Actually, those out-of-town centres have seen a decrease on car usage, uh, Keith, because of parking rates and other rates going into those car parks. That's, that's no, 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 tra- transport. Yeah, so no, true. it is if true. To, it is true. If we're going to quote on facts, you, you, no, no, and we can debate here, on the facts that a majority of people who go to Dundrum would use the Lewis. Others going to Liffey Valley would use the bus rather than pay for parking charges. The people who work there absolutely would use, yeah, would use car usage. So let's base it on facts rather All than right. hypothetical. Let's base it on facts and let's see which, which centre and which centre is, is, is being um, encouraged by accessibility and which one is being destroyed by lack of accessibility. Keith Gavin, Chair of the Irish Parking Association, Hazel Chu, Dublin City Councillor for the Green Party, former Lord Mayor. Thank you both very much for joining me. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from 4 on News Talk.